Hello, Couch Co-opers, Couch Potatoes, and Couch Codependents. This is the Couch Co-op Show, the greatest video game show in the world. We are a group of close friends sharing our love of video games with you, the listeners. I'm Ian, along with Dave. Hey. Aaron. Hi. And Jared. Hey, guys. Hey. Mm. Remember, you can be a part of the conversation by leaving comments and questions over on Twitter and Facebook at Couch Co-op Shows. All one word. Remember, no hyphen. You can find our podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Let's get to the show. How's everybody doing tonight? Good. Fantastic. I learned something new today that I didn't know. What oh. is that? That's that we should be calling Aaron the Reverend Aaron. Oh, he's ordained. Yeah, no, he's an ordained man. Isn't yeah. that scary? Maybe we should all get ordained and start a cult. <laughs> cult of co-op. We've been talking about the this. Ca- cult yeah, of the couch. Cult of the couch. Cult of the couch. I think we're all in on this for the most part. Yeah, I know. The Brotherhood of the Couch. Yes. Oh, yeah, bro- we we That's can call each other brother or We all need reverend. to get really cool red robes. Yes, and... Starting to sound <laughs> a white robes. Yeah. Starting to sound a bit culty there, but and, yes. And then we can sacrifice virgins on the couch. Why would we sacrifice virgins? Because why not? So is Aaron first? I'm not a virgin. Sorry, <laughs> we don't know that. For, we don't know that for sure. I would know. I'm not a virgin. <sighs> anyway, though. All right, boys and girls. Yeah. Ladies and gents, let's get to some questions, and we got a bunch of them. First one comes from our one of our oh, 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 oh well a lot of them come from our usual suspects. First one, JPK. Yeah. Which video game character physique would you like to have? And which female character has the best physique? Doesn't matter if you like the character or not, just based on looks. I'd 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 like to have uh, Kratos's in the Last God of War physique <laughs> when I'm like fifty or whatever he is in that game. Cause it's like, oh, he is fifty, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's old in that game, so it'd be like if I looked that buff when I was that age, I'd be like, pretty happy. His beard's got a pretty nice physique too. That beard's pretty epic. No gray awesome. hairs either. No, no gray hairs. because yeah. he is gray. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Just blend in. Is this one giant gray bob? How about you, Aaron? Physique. Uh, what physique body would you like to have? Uh. I'm trying, I'd, I'd say Waka from Final Fantasy X. He's like tall but kind of ripped, but also like athletically built. And he, he just he look, and he has that nice tan going on too. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You're sh- you sure Final you're not Fantasy describing X. your ideal man here? No, no. Are you, are you describing me? He's a very no. fit, athletic-looking dude. If, if you play Final Fantasy X, he he's the um, blitzball player guy. Yeah. Oh, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I, I vaguely remember playing that game a oh. little bit. So. No. Obviously made a big impression on you there. Right? I didn't finish it. I, I played like for like an hour. Oh. But I remember seeing videos of that guy. Yeah. But Oh man, we know we know we know uh, Aaron's crush. How about you, Jared? Physique. Whose physique would you like to have? I don't want to be overly muscular. Uh I'm I'm a pretty plain guy and I'm okay staying that way. <laughs> so I'd just go with Link. <laughs> He's very plain. You mean like a child? Like a child? Wait, child <laughs> Link or teenager? In, like in the latest one, he's he, not a child. He kind of looks like a child. He's a teenager, yeah, teenager, like preteen. But no, he. he I always knew you like that pixie look. He's a solid fourteen. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he's yeah. You want to be you want to be <laughs> asexual. Yeah, I just want to be plain, boring like I am now. I I don't want all these muscles to maintain. <laughs> uh, I have two answers for this. Uh, it depends. Uh, if we're modding it, I would like to have CBBE uh, uh, female body with enhanced boobs and physics. Uh, <laughs> that's what I would like. If I you need, know. if you actually need like a reference of who Black I like, stripper heels. If you would really like to have an actual reference, I would like to have uh, uh, Two B's body from Near Automata. 
I yeah, that's what that's I you know if I'm mm. starting over from scratch that's the physique I'd like to have, mm. and I'm not afraid to you know I want to be a woman I can't help hey, it. Hey, she's a good looking lady. She's yeah, not, and she has a great walk, so uh, that's where I'm going. You sure I'm not Bayonetta? No, no. She, she has no. a really weird physique. Bayonetta is sure. a little weird. Yeah. Very uh, accented. It's accented. a little uh, exaggerated, a little more exaggerated. Mm-hmm. I think two Bs is just... I like, I, I like a little bit bigger boobs than two Bs, but, you know, she's got a nice yeah. ass. You just mop Maybe that that's stuff. why she's called two B. Yeah, two B or not two B. Two butt cheeks. Ah, uh, all yeah. right. Uh, thanks, JBK. You know, that the reason for that is because JBK has started weight... Uh, he's doing a lot of uh, weight training and stuff uh. and uh, training... Uh, personal training stuff, and he's. Uh, if I don't know if you ever see his Facebook page or anything, but he's like, he's, he's, man, my son has gotten swole, guys. He yeah. is swole. Yeah, like he's, he's uh, like looking uh, very fit. So straight back at you, JPK. We want to hear. Well, uh, whose physique you want to be? Well, he he had a second part of that question. Well, it was. It's kind of weird, like. And which female character has the best physique? And I, I think I answered mine. Yeah, I, I would uh, go to Laura Croft in the latest games. Mm-hmm. She's nice in tone, and uh, she's not too crazy looking. She just looks like a normal person. It doesn't matter on her character, just her physique. He just wants. He's he's yeah. all. JPK is so surface. He's just all about yeah. looks. I, if, yeah. If I had to go for anything, it'd probably be Ivy from uh, Soul Calibur Four. Man, oh. big old boobs. Man, those boobs. She's yeah. like a milf, though. She's she like fifty. Hey, that's okay with me. All right. How about you, Dave? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Dave is Dave. Dave is sexually closed down. Oh, he he, he's been he playing yeah, uh, Hatsune Miku. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> the only game I can think of is Hatsune Miku right now. That's not a good physique. <laughs> no, it's not oh, like yeah, you physique. don't want that. That's like a thirteen-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Probably that's just creepy. Not to think about that. That's all you're thinking about. All right. Then I got one from Nick Vol, and Nick Vol asks, I just started replaying a four-year-old game. How often do you find yourselves revisiting games from years past? Well, Nick, I think a lot of us play old games. Like, last week we were playing Atari games. Yep, yeah. we played Yaw's Revenge yeah. and uh, Breakout. And Yaw's Revenge was a lot of fun. We No, we played better games than those. We played, uh, what's the horse racing one? And what's the boxing? What's the uterus boxing one? Oh, yeah, the uterus <laughs> boxing. <laughs> I think it was just boxing. called boxing. Yeah, it was just boxing. There was these great games from Activision for Atari yes. 2600. And one is boxing. <laughs> and, and it looks like the two egg. Well, it's it looks like the reproductive yeah. system of a it woman. Does. It's and questionable, too, because one's black and one's white. Also questionable. Yep. Uh, and then the another game was a racing game, horse racing game. You had to rope yeah. the oh, cattle. Oh, rope the That's cattle. Yeah, rope the cattle. Yep. If you miss any, you lose a point. Oh, my gosh. Activision yeah. was ahead yeah. of their time. Or oh, yeah. With horse know. racing. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty amazing. No, that was still the, here today. The Red Dead of the 70s. So technically, the group, we will play old games a lot of the times, but I think some of us, I mean, I play Skyrim from 2011, and that's a really old game. It's been a while, but we have yeah. played Battlefront too many times. Yeah. yeah, we play Bomberman. Yeah, Bomberman comes up. We occasionally still play Rocket League, but that's like only a couple years old, though. No, so. I think Rocket League's getting up on four years, isn't it? Oh, yeah, wow. it's close. yeah, it's been a while. We come so. that one constantly. I feel like. Yeah, I didn't play it, but I just watched a complete we come playthrough back to of that The Legend of Zelda. T- two months. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And but I started uh, watching a playthrough of the Link's Awakening, the second Legend of Zelda. You could have just played the game, you know. I know. You yeah, have a, you have yeah, a Nintendo, but, uh, a Game Boy, don't you? Yeah, but uh, you can watch the whole game in like an hour. I probably play the most old games because I have a bunch of old PS2 stuff that I'm always buying and playing. So I play that stuff quite a bit. 
Yeah. But uh, I still play Rocksmith from time to time. And Dave messes around with his old consoles and stuff. Yeah, yeah I do. I don't, I don't keep play on a meaning ton of to old get stuff. back on that. Yeah, not so much. I would say Aaron doesn't play much old stuff unless mm-hmm. we make him. Uh, I must admit, yeah, though, when I right. go old, I go like old, old. It's not like I play a game from two or three years ago. It's generally a game right. that's older than that. But well, the, the last one I tried was Secret of Mana, but the problem was it was on my phone. Oh. And... Yeah. Uh, even as good as some of the emulators are, you still, if you're dealing with mobile phone controls on a retro game, it's not good. You can get that for the PlayStation 4. Oh, hey, Dave played fucking Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was remastered, that was but that really game is that's really good. old, though, too. That's yeah, an old true, game, technically. Yeah, true. It's a PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3 game. Yeah. It's been on each yeah. generation. Well, now that I think about it, I did go back and play... Um, Kingdom Hearts, and that was originally a PS2 game as well, and the PS3 when that remastered itself. Right? Yeah, that's true. That was a great game. Yeah, I guess I guess you can count remasters, right? Yeah, I mean, it's technically. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe yeah, not. not. But I think we play a pretty. I think as we're pretty robust gamers, I think we play a lot of old stuff. But yeah. uh, so pretty often, Nick is what our answer is. Pretty often, we go back. It's our answer, even if it's just for like a joke for like. 10 minutes you know we'll play that yeah it's it's not the thing that we do it's just something we revisit every so often well i do skyrim is 2000 i do yeah some of us do <laughs> yeah 2011 okay that's a long time it is that's seven, yeah. seven year old that's game that's a seven I, year game. I worked out i was listening to the podcast uh one of the old podcasts earlier this week and i worked out it was like 2025 uh, weeks or something you'd spent in there of like full time 40 hours a week skyrim yeah Wow. So I'm at, I'm I'm at like 955 hours. I think that worked out to be like 23 point something a week. That's just my PC time. But 40 hours a oh, week. That's crazy. So if, yeah. if you sign up for the weekly PlayStation newsletter, uh, they actually have a counter of how many hours you have on your PlayStation account. Oh, really? Huh. Interesting. Yeah, so I don't know whether I want to know that or not. <laughs> yeah. my I mean, mine's like 5,400 some hours. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. So... Uh, some of that was retro stuff that I bought on PSN, so uh, nice. Probably not a S- good percentage of it. <laughs> so uh, I asked uh, the couple of the guys that had Alexa to uh, play Skyrim, the Skyrim port. Speaking of Skyrim, the to play the Skyrim port on Alexa because Scotlandia asks, "How is that Skyrim port for Alexa?" So I'm gonna, I guess, uh, Dave and Jared both play this. So. As the trailer came out as kind of a spoof, the game kind of treats itself as a spoof as well. <laughs> it's not super serious or anything. It just kind of loops a few different quests, you know, with a different red guard or uh, different characters or whatever. You're just doing small quests. Hey, I lost this in this mountain. Can you go get it? Kind of thing. But it'll joke like is as you're using spells because you can use weapons, you can use spells, and you can use your shout. And slowly upgrade each one of those. Like uh, your shout, you know, you start out, you only shout Fus. And I think by level <laughs> six or seven, you finally get to Fus Roda. And it, it's funny, Aaron left every time. I, I was playing it with him in the kitchen. Oh, so you're listening to Alexa say, Fus Roda. It's just <laughs> kind of a stupid voice. Yeah. It's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's fun and kind of worth playing, but uh, it, it makes silly jokes about it. Like as you're casting spells, it'll be like, uh, Necromancy is always beneficial. All right, so before we, we go to Dave, so it, it seems to me if you're a huge Skyrim fan and you know the lore of the game, it's a pretty fun kind of thing to kind of check out. Yeah, pretty much anybody that's played RPGs, oh, American really? RPGs, uh, it it's 
very faceted around that. So, so Dave, someone who has never played Skyrim, only you have a kind of a interesting knowledge because of me. What I, did you take from I it? I only played a few minutes, but it reminded me of those old uh, choose-your-adventure text-based games uh, that you used to get back on the 8-bit days, even before they had graphics, except obviously it was all read out loud and you talk back to it instead of typing in go to you know go here or go there it's an interesting this. thing that like it'd be cool if someone actually made a game where you could just sit there and like talk to it do you think that's something you'd be interested in doing it's you know like most of these things i would be interested in doing it but the story would have to be compelling yeah right, right. you know but I there's, wonder, a, there's I wonder a lot of room there for doing doing something like that because i mean It'd be kind of cool to have it on your phone and just stick the phone on the dashboard when you're driving into work. <laughs> right. You know. That would be awesome. Well, I, what I hope to see is somebody just doing all of the original game Zork on Alexa. It seems like the perfect venue for it. It does, actually. That's what, that's what I mean like, about like... Yeah, those old text adventures. Couldn't you do, couldn't you do Oregon Trail on it? I don't like know. Something like that? that yeah, there's no reason yeah. you could, couldn't do something... I mean, the Skyrim thing was done as a joke. Yeah, but, but it, it obviously it, works. Yeah. It's it's well, it, as far as I can tell, there's no point to play it other than just for shits and giggles. That I didn't notice or feel any story or progression other than leveling up your skills. Right. Because every every time you finish a quest, it's like uh, there's a tavern over here or a misty dock. Yeah. Uh, which one do you want to go to? And then wherever you go, always gives you a quest. And then you go to either a mountain or a cave. <laughs> And you do the exact same thing. And uh, once you finish the mission, it's like, oh, well, you just pulled a lever and the door opened to get to the beginning <laughs> of the dungeon. How convenient. Right. So, I mean, it, it just keeps doing that. Would you guys recommend trying it out, though, just for shits and giggles? Oh, yeah, shits and giggles. Yeah, yeah I mean, if, if you've got Alexa, why not? Well, I, I used it when I was just, like, making some food. So, I mean, you can just kind of screw around and do whatever when you're making some food in the kitchen. Cool. All right, there you go, Scott. That's uh, you should probably check it out if you're a, uh, well if you're RPG fan definitely if you're a Skyrim fan even if you're not if you got Alexa just check it out check it's it a little out. bit fun yeah why not all right uh, we got Gabe Beck uh, a friend of mine uh, he listens to the show and he wants to know what game did you first break a controller in frustration over I'll go first I've never broken a controller in frustration who's next uh, I'll go the only two controllers I've broken are from Super Nintendo. I bet you guys can guess what game. Hockey. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's a fair uh, fair guess. But Street Fighter 2. Uh, Both, times? Guile, Both times? Guile. Both times? Did you break them in anger or did you just break them because you were mashing so hard? Anger from Guile <laughs> whooping my ass so bad. I kind of thought one time, like, I think it was it was either 360 or PS3. I thought he was going to break the controller on Bionic Commando Remastered. Like he oh was yeah, I was, <laughs> I was like trying to twist the controller in half. He yeah, was I was pretty uh, frustrated. Pretty frustrated. That's where that. I've got to is twisting the controller to try and break it. But I've yeah. never actually broken one. I've never broken a controller. That would be pretty impressive if Aaron. you got that angry. You could actually twist a controller in two. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, Aaron! Have, have you ever broken a controller? I have actually. I'm uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai. I was getting my ass kicked. What is that on? What is that uh, system? It was on PS2. PS2. Actually. Oh, so PS2. Dragon Ball Z Bu- Budokai. Budokai. Yeah, I'm not it's Bukaki. Like a, it, no, it's kind of no. like. Let's hope not. It was a ring out. <laughs> it was in a ring out setting, and I got knocked out so many times. I kept missing my target. I just said, eh, "This slam just broke it like confetti." 
Was this before? So how seriously you were how, a man of the cloth? How seriously, Jared? Would your how what, what like what what level of destruction did the controllers come to? Well, the controllers didn't shatter; just the R one buttons broke. Okay. On both of them. And did you throw them, or did you? Th- I threw them at the ground forcefully. Okay. So yeah. this is both you guys threw them at the ground. On yeah. a side note, the one of the most satisfying things I ever did was I got really frustrated at work one time, and the keyboard wasn't working properly. And I just picked it up and slammed it over the side of the desk. Oh, uh, you got to watch the keys fly. Oh, right, it was huh? brilliant. Yeah, all the <laughs> keys yeah, like, like flew off in different directions. It's like uh, keyboard snow. I uh, yep. thought you were just going to go. I get mad just at games. Fold it I get mad at games uh, quite a bit, but I do that. I mentioned it before. I do this like reverse spin thing. So like I kind of I go to throw it and then I throw it back at me. <laughs> so it does this reverse spin and, uh, and it generally lands back on the couch. Nice. So, well. It's I've I've been pretty smart about my anger on controllers Same these here. days because I'll I'll have it in my hand, my left hand or whatever, and just slam it on the couch, still in my hand. Yeah. So true. you know that frustration gets burnt, but I'm not breaking a controller yeah. or breaking nowadays my I TV just put or something. Down in disgust. Yeah. But uh, I just walk uh, off go for go a okay. Aaron walks off, but uh, it <laughs> makes me Better think of. It. I'm not sure if I heard this on a podcast or read it in an article, but. Uh, if if my anger was like it was when I was a teenager and I had my switch, would I still have my switch at this moment? Probably oh, not. Probably. Would you it be broken? No, no. I wouldn't throw my switch no. on, in anger. <laughs> yeah, no I never way. threw my Game Boy. But I've never thrown my phone in anger. To be fair, if you threw the Game Boy, you'd probably bust it through a wall well, before you break the thing. Even then, like <laughs> if you broke one of those little controllers, well, you have to day. buy a two-pack, and that's 80 bucks right there yeah. just in controller replacement. Well, new, maybe. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, you think you can buy any of those used <laughs> right now? Nope. My ass. Nope. All right, Gabe. Half the couch is broken to controller. Half the couch is responsible. Adults. <sighs> yeah, kind <laughs> of. Well, yeah, a keyboard is a controller. I think Dave busted that. I, was yeah. that gaming, though? No, that was at work. See, that's oh. different. That's different. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, we got another one from Ryan Chase, and he asks, what was your first video game that made you feel completely, and he uses a word that I'm not going to use, so I'm going to use ripped off of your money by the developer. I guess a nicer way to put it is biggest disappointment. Is there a game that you purchased? You have to have purchased it. And then you felt just completely just, oh, man, this game just pulled the wool over my eyes. Dang. It's hard to think. When you said purchase, there is the obviously there's one game I can think of, but I didn't purchase it. I feel like you to I full was just to expecting it to be... To Good. feel completely ripped off, I think you have to have purchased it. Or someone bought it for you because you asked for it for Christmas. I have a yeah. go-to. I got one. Go for it, Jared. Buy on a commando. <laughs> <laughs> what, for, for Nintendo? Super Nintendo. Or no, the PS3. Oh, okay. I, oh, I, okay. Well, I was going to say, the original Nintendo one's great. Yeah, I had, I'm a huge fan of the series. I love the NES one. I love the remastered ones. Even though they were frustrating as hell, they were still great games. They played great and then you buy the PS3 version, and that's when Capcom was being experimental, which is good. I mean, they they released some games that were that game very is a very mess. questionable third person games, but that, that game, game a was a giant disaster. Yeah. It was so bad and controlled terribly, and it was. I tried to play it because I bought it. I'm like, I'm going to finish this dumb thing. Ugh, I and couldn't. I, yeah, There's I no did, way. but I didn't want to. Aaron, how about you? You have uh, a game that just has pulled the wall. Dead space. Pull, no. pull down your pants and bend you over? I didn't feel that way about I, I, I No, I'm joking. Oh, yeah, okay. You just always pull the Dead Space card. <laughs> no, I was actually going to say, um, I got to say Duke Nukem because I played Doom and I 
went over to playing Duke Nukem, I felt like the, the PC, new one, the newer, sh- oh, the, the old PC one? one. I didn't. No, the what? old one in the in original the one. Oh, for PC. I. Uh, it's funny because I played Doom before. I played Doom after playing Duke Nukem. I thought it was good, but then I played Doom. Are Are you talking Duke Nukem 3D or those uh, 2D platform ones? I think it was Duke Nukem 3D. Yeah. Okay. Wow, people love that wrong game. With you, that was awesome. But I remember never, having the Sherwood version. I've I, never played. You gotta it. see strippers, dude. Here's the They're thing, dancing. If, here's well, the thing. If I never played, dance for me, baby. If I never played Doom. Because I, I loved shooters when I was a kid. Just straight up shooters. I didn't really care about that. Damn. I was, well, You're ugly. I was like 10 <laughs> at the time, so I didn't know any better. But um, anyway, so I was playing. I played Duke Nukem. If I never played Doom, I would have n- said that game was awesome. And then I played Doom, and I'm like, this is stupid. Eh, off. Never play this game again. I'm gonna rip your head off. You feel down your and throat. you feel ripped off about that. I felt wow. ripped off. I didn't, I didn't buy. I didn't get. A, I I don't even know. Did you even buy those games? Well, your mom. I did. bought Doom, but Doom, Doom was shareware. Did you? Yeah, buy Yeah, you could get no, those shareware to begin with. Okay, cool. But yeah, uh, you could get it on disc with the shareware. Yeah, uh, but it's just the one level. I played quite a bit of Duke Nukem, but it was just. Uh, All right, Dave. How about you? Uh. Um, nothing that I've immediately been disappointed by, but the most recent one was probably Fallout Four. Okay, yeah. But did you get that as a gift? No, I bought it. Oh, you did buy it. I was okay. really looking forward to it. All right, just didn't hit the hit the spot. Right. Well, you you like borrowed it from the Red Box or library or something, and then you bought it, right? Cause no, you're like I bought pretty it. Pretty hot on the beginning. Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed the beginning, and I was like, oh, and then it just kind of petered out. Yeah. Okay. Well, Je- uh, well, Gabe, you're talking to a child who uh, got his parents to buy him ET for Atari 2600. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Kabuki Quantum Fight. No, that game's like great. Yeah. That, that one, game's yeah. great. That's a masterpiece. That's a masterpiece. masterpiece. <laughs> yeah. And while I don't, well, I gotta be honest. When I came home, I was pretty disappointed as a child. But that wasn't my money. You know, that was my parents' money. I felt bad that we got it. I tried my best to like it, played as much as I could, didn't understand it, but it ingrained in me early that I needed to be educated. So not from that point forward did I ever make a mistake. I've always prided myself on being educated, reading articles, listening to podcasts, like ourselves. And not buying it on release day, or at least not well, getting no, too I buy hyped a, up. I buy a lot of games on release day. It's just about knowing what type of game I want and the type of games that I'm into. And I, if it's a game I'm questionable about, nowadays it's like you get a demo. Uh, you know, uh, there was a, here's a good... Tales of Bazaria or Bazaria. Looked like a hot chick fighting action Stuff. RPG game. Looked cool. I've been interested in buying it. It's been on sale for pretty cheap. I downloaded the demo and played it. Nope, not very cool not at all. Not your cup of tea. No. So I'm so glad I didn't buy it. Aren't oh, demos wonderful? Oh, oh. Actually, I got one. I just I just remember this one come out of my head. This Dark is Void. Dark Void for the PS3 when that <laughs> came out. Holy crap. That game was terrible. I got like halfway. It looked cool from the... The Jetpack game, guys. Yeah. This is the Jetpack game that <laughs> failed. That, that's why I was looking at you when I was talking about Capcom making questionable third-person uh, <laughs> games. Uh, I, I couldn't think of the name of that game. I thought you were going to pop that one in your head. Yeah, it... it it slipped my mind, but then I just remembered I bought Dark Void on release day. Holy crap. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> $60 of Doom. Wow. I luckily played I the demo of that first. I was like, no. I, I literally pretty much just put the, my money in a toilet and flushed with that game. Oh, oh. 
Then he grabbed a sock. I think anyway. that's partly why sock I don't buy games on release day very often, if at all. I buy, I buy for the financial, day. partly for the financial, because they usually go down, and partly because um, you know I don't want to be burnt. I've never felt burnt on spending on sixty dollars. I've always, I've been pretty confident in the games I bought. Um, but then that's just becoming that's just being educated at this point. I think so. And I'm a really cautious, yeah. you know, I'm pretty cautious. I know this might, I was just thinking, one of the games I bought and I paid $60 for it and then I was really disappointed was Gran Turismo on the PlayStation 2. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it, I just didn't do it for me. It wasn't the racing game I was looking for. I've spent, I've, I've see, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good choice. But I've spent multiple $60 on Gran Turismo yeah, launches I and know. I love the game. You so. love those games. So. Uh, though I didn't buy the last one. Yeah. I don't. I, I think I was I pretty disappointed in the beta. The only person I know that bought Gran Turismo Sport was is still very disappointed. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, Ryan, for that. Uh, next, we go on to Justin, and Justin Burton Yay. has a, a lot of things Beef to cookie. say. Oh. Uh, his main question, and then it comes. It delves into commenty. Do you prefer real Earth pseudo based locations in games such as New York, Japan, or San Andreas? Because like it's a pseudo yeah. LA, mm-hmm. and if you do have a preference, what is your favorite game with the location? I prefer games that invent something different. Yeah, me too. Like uh, I mean, while games such as Infamous Second Son take took place in Seattle, you know, cool. But you know, if it was just an original city, I'd recognize it just as much. Right. I mean, maybe maybe I'd feel different if it was a city I had been to. Uh, yeah. Like, cruising, well, not cruising, but uh, the Crew 2 and Crew 1, the first place I looked for on their map doesn't exist. They don't <laughs> even have Portland, no, Oregon. They get, they get rid of Portland. They cut it out. There's Oregon. They don't have Vancouver, Washington. They cut it out, and then it goes straight to Seattle. Yeah. So like, nice. Seattle and, like, uh, Washington and Oregon are merged into one state. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah. it be nice if you could go that quickly from <laughs> Seattle <laughs> to... Uh, you yeah, know, San Francisco. I'm I'm not traveled enough to know any of the locations that these places have, even right. if they're well-known cities. So, I don't know. I guess really, it, to me, it doesn't matter then because it's like a new city, anyways. But uh, I I like like in you know Mass Effect will have really crazy, cool-looking cities. Oh yeah, with different layers right. and cool stuff like that. But if it's just a city, city, I I generally get kind of bored. Like. I can't get into the Grand Theft Auto games because it just seems so plain to me. Yeah, right? Just redundant. I don't know. I'm the opposite end of the spectrum. The games I've enjoyed the most have all been real cities like Saboteur in Paris. And okay, it's not the real Paris, but it has recognizable landmarks. Eiffel Tower. Yeah, then The Getaway on the PlayStation 2, which was London. That was just epic because it was London. So Dave's with the real city. He likes the real locations. Yeah. Jared likes the made-up ones. San Andreas and all the rest of it. Aaron, where you sit on this uh, spectrum? I am halfway between both of them, just because I do like I like Mass Effect with their fake cities and planets. Not fake, but like the planets and stuff like that. But I also like the real ones too. Like I loved Infamous Two, and I loved um, Second yeah. Son with the Seattle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I enjoyed that too. And I also loved. Um, I think it's kind of fun to yeah. destroy a real city as well. That is pretty fun as well. But it's like I I like both. It just depends on the situation itself. Like in Resistance, is that alien invasion and then there's also second son where you have the mutants in a sense is there one you like more than the other though uh, 
I actually have to say more of the sci-fi, like the fake, plant, fake. See, like more of the made-up stuff. But yeah. I, I think the movies. You know, movies always have a city. Like, how many times can you see New York get destroyed? I mean, how many times do I need to see New York in a game? Yeah. That's, right. That's yeah. No, I'm, I'm just tired of like from places that are everywhere. So Jared and Aaron. Kind of more towards the fake. Yeah. Aaron's kind of on the fence, though. He likes both. Dave's more the... Yeah, definitely the real. So I'm I'm with Aaron and Jared. I generally like... I'm more of a Skyrim guy. Yes. But Fallout's really fun, and it takes place in, like, Boston. Huh. And it's pretty cool with some of the stuff they do. How they twerk or tweak the... Uh, twerk. How they tweak <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of twerking in Fallout 4. Well, Let me guess you have a, a lot twerk of, mod. There's yeah. a lot of twerking in my Fallout yeah, 4. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> how they kind of mix up some of the real-life locations is really cool. I would say before this generation, I was more of a made-up guy. But uh, one of the games that I really liked that showed a real-world look was uh, Assassin's Creed Origins and its portrayal of Egypt is ridiculous and the ability to like stand somewhere and see the pyramids off in the distance and then travel that distance and get to the pyramids super cool super and then yeah. climbing the pyramids it's a fine line as well though between right. making that too much and too little like you want to be able to right. travel to things between things but in a real city it would take well, you well it's hours. a massive no it's a massive it takes a long time um here's another dividing line like horizon zero dawn had some real life locations yeah but it's way 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 in the future after oh, yeah. they've been just and you would not even know those locations i don't yeah. even know i don't even really remember what yeah well, I didn't, there, I didn't there were the geysers up. uh right so like in somewhere in yellowstone or yeah something. yeah so yellowstone was uh part yeah. of the map but yeah. it's like and it so was really cool you couldn't even tell it was that really. yeah so that's that's what i really enjoyed about it was it's so imaginative that it was you know still going on but everything around it was so much different but i think ultimately i'm gonna i'm gonna go with skyrim over fallout you know i'm gonna go with yeah. places i've never oh, been yeah. to i'm gonna go with the story the the exploration of things i've never been to i mean I've traveled quite a bit and seen quite a lot of cool locations, and I and I like fantasy games and not knowing. You know, I can go to L.A. and see a record store, and in yeah. a video, if I drive by it in a video game, it's not that exciting to me. Because exactly. so. most of the time, you can't go in it anyway. <laughs> anyway. You look at the storefront and then drive two blocks and see yeah. the exact same storefront. But then if you can blow it up, hey, you know what? It's fun. like it's like Pawn Stars. I've seen Pawn Stars, yeah. and then driving by the pawn shop, you've seen Pawn Stars. Yeah. It's not that exciting. It's like yeah. oh, okay, there it is. All right. Yeah. It didn't give me that much of a rise. Uh, but here, Justin follows it up with, uh, uh, for me, San Andreas and GTA Five, of course. But I prefer real world locations because of racing games. I love the idea of I'm racing on the same tracks as all the greats are. You know. So and then uh, I asked this question because I'm watching Dog the Bounty Hunter, and it reminds me of Test Drive Unlimited. <laughs> Although the game wasn't amazing, I love that, and I could race and explore the real island. I get most excited about those types of locations myself. I can see that, because I uh, used to play a lot of Formula One on the Commodore Amiga, and it was one of the first 3D racing games. And I still remember the Barcelona circuit where you turn right at the end of the uh, main straight. There was a... And it's just pretty fantastic to race around real courses. What is... It's the Cote d'Azur... What is it, in Monaco? 
uh, what is that racetrack? Oh yeah, the Monaco. The f- the, uh, yeah, I whenever I watch the Grand Prix, I feel like I know that one from the so same game. So when we were traveling to south of France tunnel. and we drove down and we drove kind of in that area where that racetrack is, and it's like, oh hey, I've been. Yeah, here. you go down the hill. That's there's a sharp chicane to your left, right, and yeah. then you kind of come round the. Uh, a gentler right-hand bend and go through the tunnel. And it was cool. It was like, oh, yeah, hey, yeah. hey, I've I've raced this a million times, but, you know, it's like um, in Gran Turismo, but, you know, it's not the same. It Like, the whole facade goes away unless they're actually racing, then it's not, it's just weird. It's like, Yeah, oh. you can't drive <laughs> you 80 miles right. down that tunnel. I, I have a couple of thoughts in relation to this. So, uh, it's an idea I've brought up a long time ago where uh, there's a lot of real world locations I've driven on roads where I would love it if I could just use Google Street View to generate a racetrack. That'd be pretty cool, actually. And also, my second thought is like even older games where you could play in an old skate park in your neighborhood. You know, Tony Hawk had Tony that Hawk under the Burnside had Bridge. Burnside Bridge, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, so that that kind of thing's cool. I saw that skate park before the game came out, and I thought that was really cool to see it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, things like that. You know, it's cool, but uh, yeah, if if the whole game takes place there, it's not really something I need, I'm into. Yeah, right. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and uh, we have cu- two more questions. Uh, next, Brad Stevens, most overrated game of 2018. And, oh, he has two questions. I guess and most anticipated game not yet released for 2018. Brad Stevens. He's he wants he wants the hard hitting questions. Oh yeah. Most anticipated, Red Dead 2. And most overrated. Most overrated, considering I've only played two games from 2018, I couldn't really tell you. Because right. both of them were actually pretty good. I right. can't even think of a game that's overrated this year that's like everybody's been talking about and came out and it's just garbage. I can't even think of one that's happened this year. It's been pretty solid this year. Most anticipated then? Red Dead. All right. Aaron? That's actually my most overrated game. Uh, Red Dead 2, but it hasn't came out yet, but it's still Yeah, it, that, Ian brought that up before the podcast. I'm like, uh, it hasn't come out yet. Can you count that? Well, if you think it's overhyped. I, I think it's way overhyped, personally. But Well, I, I have my hype in check because I still haven't seen gameplay or any of this. But everyone wants it, bits. so that's why I think it's overrated. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no one's yeah. seen anything, but people are loving it. Exactly. That's my yeah, thought, too. Just, just from thoughts of the first one and Rockstar's track record. Yes, but the uh, anticipates Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm with you on Aaron. I'm I'm exactly with you. I think most my most anticipated is Spider-Man, and I think my most overrated is Red Dead. <laughs> a nicely uh, recreated New York. I haven't let's, played uh, let's it. Let's go hang out in New York. But maybe Far Cry but you're Five. Spider-Man, though. Far Cry Five could be a little overrated. I don't know. Far Cry Five it. got not the greatest reviews. It pretty much died on the vine a little bit. True, but it sold was, well. It was very hyped yeah, and sold well. It was. It was. But uh, yeah, the story. A lot of a lot of the reviews where the story the story really was failed. That probably will be the third game I play this uh, from 2018. And then the last question I have from Tony Death, and he just is this just for Dave? Oh, Doctor wow. Doctor Dar. My breath is smelling much nicer this week. <laughs> what game do you hate the most? XCOM. Oh, that's a that's a <laughs> XCOM one. of all time. What is my least favorite game of all time? Holy moly. Um, That is a hard question. Shoot. Uh, Fallout 4. (laughs) (laughs) I don't hate that game. That's not... um, 
I'm trying to think back to any that made me want to break the controllers. XCOM 2. <laughs> it's not my most hated game of all time, but my, the original... No, I think it was Mass Effect 2. I got stuck on one bit where I'd gone into a boss battle or something and had the wrong weapons equipped. I, I think that was, was Mass just, Effect 1. I remember you sending me a text or something like that yeah, questioning that, me that about that. That was one that I was really yeah. like angry with and I was going to smash the controller but it wasn't a game that i hated i because i carried on playing it and beat it so yeah that, that happens in that game too. um we need we just need a title yeah it take it takes a lot for me to hate a game or give up on it um i can't think of any off the top of my head come on we just need a title just give me one we got we got to have one for tony death oh okay tony death demands it. miko what about anything? Yeah, I, I am actually kind of ready to be done with that game. So Hatsune Miku? Yeah, let's go with that one. <laughs> You're welcome, Dave. You're welcome. Yeah, I. I I'm glad hate, we. I'm glad, hate we you, I'm, I'm glad we introduced you. Yeah, that was that was Jared's. Uh, yeah, idea, that was Jared. Right? Yeah, that, that I, was he me. obviously doesn't know me very well. It. Yeah, actually, go it's on. a rhythm game. It's a rhythm game with no rhythm. The songs absolutely blow. And they have no <laughs> rhythm to him. It's all like right. you, you got you got to let me borrow it then. Right, 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 you, right. Yeah, you, you might enjoy it. Let's, all right, let's wrap up. Oh. Let's wrap. Up. Let's wrap. Thank you all for sending questions yeah, to thank us. You. That's not uh, going to stop me from beating it. Facebook. Oh, that's a little too much information there, dude. If you want to get your questions uh, on our show, you can, can you can hit us up on Facebook at Couch Co-op Show and Twitter at Couch Co-op Shows. Uh, no hyphen, all one word. Uh, just search, you know, search for us. Search and Google us, and just hit us. Send, send me a DM. Send me a, a message. We want questions. We love questions. We love to answer questions. Uh, this gets us some news, and it's all just straight up news this week. And we'll try and get through this fast. Um, Dark Siders three released November twenty seventh this year. Very excited. With two special editions, right? Two, one expensive and one extremely fucking expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look at them. One's $150 and you get like a steel case and a statue. The $400 version, you get four statues. Get on it, Aaron. Book. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Nope. Aaron's all over that. Yeah. 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 You don't nope. need a wedding. Just uh, nope. go buy Darksiders 3. Yeah. Nope. I think I'm the only real hardcore Darksiders fan here. I'm not sure you guys are. I so. didn't complete no, Darksiders 2. I didn't those. either. Um, they're all f- well. One of them is free on PS Plus, but anyway. Yeah, I think uh, I have Darksiders two on yeah. PS Plus. Um, uh, Monster Hunter World on PC August 9th. Yeah, on yeah. Steam. Can you mod it? That's no, cr- no, no, no crossplay and no modding support. Oh, well, well I'm, I'm curious how well that's going to do on PC. It did so well on console. It's, it's sold good. to date. It sold eight million copies. Yeah, that's so, just on console. Yeah, two systems. It'll probably break the. Record on PC. Then coming, uh, coming out of TennoCon last week, Warframe on Switch. Woo! I yeah, that's something yeah. I predicted. I I do want to play you it on did, Switch. You did predict. Uh, I wonder how you did, good that looks. I was you hoping did. that was going to be an E3 prediction, but uh, well, no. So I I remember watching Jeff Keighley and they had uh, digital extremes on his show, and they said they did announce something small for E3, but then they said they had a lot of big announcements for TennoCon that they were saving because. They don't want to get lost in that. Yeah, but they they also have yeah. like two huge expansions yeah. coming out too. So two so for uh two f- two new warframes are coming, two big expansions, and one of them includes includes space to ground spaceship battles. So in your spaceship, you'll be able to fly around and shoot on the ground and then take off into space. I mean, this is the game 
that just keeps evolving. I mean, this game is ridiculous. That that you could download that when the PS4 came out. That was one of the first games I played on my PS4, and I still think everybody should try it if they're interested in third-person ninja shooting. Uh, the other thing, the other thing that's interesting with Warframe is that uh, oh, where was I going with this? Oh, I just told you. Uh, well, I have a question for you, Jared. Uh, so like a game like Warframe is free to play. What kind of games like? Are you more interested in? Are you more likely to support? Are you more likely to support a AAA title, a free-to-play title, an indie title, or a budget title? He seems like the yeah. Budget type. Well, I've never spent money on a free-to-play game, so that's fine. But I've played several. Even even been playing one on my phone. I've played several on the Switch. So I mean, it's easier to jump in and support them that way. But uh, you know, I've bought <laughs> many many. First party games, third party games. Right. I, I, I don't think I have one. I, I support like good games. Pick, pick one. Which one would you be more likely to support? On the Switch? It doesn't. Or matter. just anything in general. Which one would you? Which, what? 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 are those are your your favorite to support? You think? I, I think first party. First party. Okay. I'm oh, just curious. Wow. Uh, I have more to share on Warframe in a little bit. Uh, in the later news here. Um, what's next here? Uh, Overwatch Pink Mercy skin that was sold for fifteen dollars. It was has raised. Uh, the Pink Mercy skin for breast cancer research raised twelve point seven million dollars. Dang. Yeah, just buying Dang. a skin for a character. This, that's awesome. This skin car- This skin cost fifteen dollars. All the money went to cancer research. Most skins you can't just straight up buy. You have to get through loot boxes randomly. So this is a pink Mercy skin, which is funny because Mercy is a healer. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, their crew spent so much. I mean, twelve point seven million dollars. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of skins. Did Did somebody right. do the math? Or, uh, do you have the number oh, of know. people that put their money into that? Uh, I didn't see that's that in the article. Almost, that's that's, that's a lot almost of a million at fifteen yeah. bucks a skin. That's, that's pretty impressive, skin. though, and that's yeah. awesome. It's gr- I mean, that's a great story. I mean, that's really cool that's that wonderful. Overwatch did that, and it's awesome. Breast Cancer Research Foundation. Yeah, um, you know. This 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 uh this hobby of ours doesn't completely suck. Yeah, I like when big games do yeah. good things. All right, so we're gonna get back to some uh, some eight hundred thousand uh, skins, by the way. We're gonna get back to some uh, awesome. some uh, some Warframe stuff here just right now. Uh, so Steam, uh, a bunch of player count data was leaked, and I gotta go to the website here really quick to sh- pull up the data. I thought I had it ready. I guess I must have not had it ready. I'm sorry, guys. You need to stop hacking websites, Ian. Uh, yeah, it's all Ian. Well, basically, basically, uh, the high on Steam, so this doesn't count Fortnite because Fortnite's not on Steam, so we don't know what their player count is, but the top three games on Steam, the number one game is Team Fortress at 50-plus million. Can't Jeez. believe how big that game still wow. is. Uh, second place is Counter-Strike at like 46 million. I can believe that. That's even more surprising to me than... Third place is older. PUBG at 36 million. Yikes. Wow. And then if you go down, Warframe is at ninth place. That's awesome. At Dang. 16 million. Holy crap. That's great. Wow. And that's just PC. That's all just PC. Uh, all The whole top 10 is all multiplayer games. That doesn't surprise me. Wow. The first, first, the first single player game comes out at 11. You guys want to guess what it is? 
Skyrim. It is Skyrim. Wow. <laughs> uh, like 13 million. Yeah, good Again, guess. Again, doesn't surprise me anymore. Isn't that crazy? 13 million. Is that users per month? Or per That's just uh, users that have bought it and have it in the oh, Steam okay. library. So whether they use it, I don't know what... Con- uh, no, because con- concurrently, I feel like Warframe does pretty good, like at like 6th or something. Yeah. Concurrent yeah. players. There's plenty of people This playing. is all-time players. And that game's been out forever. And the thing about Team Fortress is it didn't used to be only free to play. It was a purchase game, and then it went free. Yeah, to play. I remember. It, it was, was in the orange box. I mean, that game's old. Yeah, Counter Strike is a buy game. That's even older. Well, CS:GO came out. That was like there's a two. Re- there's redo. two Counter Strikes. There's there's Counter Strike, and then there's Counter Strike the other Source one or something. Yeah, two of those are in the top ten. And then Warframe is like Man. really the the first f- serious free to play game at nine. That's so. kind of crazy when you think Counter Strike originally came out in like two thousand or whenever yeah. it was. Well, I just think that like Warframe is just that's interesting to me because this is a studio. This is like like a small studio that's grown, obviously, and they have this free to play game that they put so much work into, and they have this huge, you know, huge fan following. Bay following. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's pretty nuts. Um, and I still play it here from here from time to time. Yeah, I want. I, I keep saying that I want to get back into it. I really should just play it. It's on my system still. Um. All right. All right. Let's get back to the let's get yeah. back to the meat and potatoes of the show here. Mm, I don't know if I can find my uh yep. my, uh, get out yeah whoops that meat you got this out. um you know you know <laughs> and speaking of steam the steam summer sale just wrapped up June July fifth I did buy Fallout four out of it you guys didn't buy anything but I wanted to remind you guys that the PS four midsummer sale is still going it ends July seventeenth and there's a lot of great bargains. I'm I'm thinking to pick it up the Vanishing of Ethan Carter. It's there's like, only like ten bucks. There's like eight hundred games that are discounted on in this sale. Anyway. Pretty crazy. All right, guys. Uh it's time for what you've been playing. Or if you guys beat anything, anyone beat anything? Uh nope. No, no one beat anything. No All right. Well it's uh I'm tired of talking, Dave. You you play what did you play? Uh Hatsumi Miku. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your your favorite. I managed to get the first orb or whatever it is and beat that and then I got I'm through to the main event, which is like the last level on the second orb that I can't quite do. Um, I'm quite far away from it as well, which means I I need to get some more like multipliers because as you do the levels, you get like new outfits or accessories and by putting the right ones on, you get more points per note that you hit correctly. So I'm trying to, uh, well... Is that the only game you've been playing? May- maybe this game would go a little better if you weren't drunk when you're playing it. Hey, I was totally sober. <laughs> oh, okay. When I played it. <laughs> All right. I yeah. got gotcha. you. And, uh, and I mean, I whizzed through the first five songs on the second level. It's just the last level ender is really difficult, you know. It's, yeah. They they just make it So harder. you like it a lot, huh? No, it's <laughs> kind of like one of those things where I just want to be done with it. Um, <laughs> Poor Dave. And then I gave up on that. And... <laughs> To uh, bring oh, bring it right. back to Ian's point, I uh, fired up uh, Cod Blops. Oh yeah, I started playing Cod Blops three. And the best three. the best part is, it took me uh, a mission or two to realize I'd actually played the first two missions, and I wasn't, and that I was starting in the middle of the game. That's how forgettable oh, it wow. was. Because I got it on one of those red box where it's like, would you like a free game rental? And I went, yeah, and I chose it, and I played the first level or two, and then promptly. F- Forgot, and that was a couple of months ago. And it's a brutal game, man. Yeah, I, it's like it's like 
I, I can't even. The controls are great. The no, I don't think they're great. I think I, they're sluggish. I really like the controls. I think they're kind of sluggish. And I like, I you like haven't gotten to the, the shooting mechanic. Mm. But by the same token, the levels are really bland. I kind of see what they were trying to do with the multiple ways through the level. I go left or go right. But it doesn't really... The I levels get, just get seem the impression generic. That it they seem pretty generic yeah, to me. It's generic, but it also it doesn't seem to matter. <laughs> I the don't story, think it would make much the difference. The story is so like, like just like, oh my gosh, yeah. This is so you're trying to like pull the wool. It's so just redundant yeah, and stupid. I don't really care about most of the characters, and I don't think the controllers are that snappy. I've never thought any of the Treyarch Call of Duty games are that snappy. I always thought that Infinity War had way snappier controls. I I kind of like the weapons, and I kind of like. I think the, the reloading sucks. It's so sluggish, and I don't know. There's just some stuff I just don't like about it. It, it and the sliding. Oh, anyway, anyway. I haven't got into the sliding. No, yet. just sliding. Just like in general, just like it. You run and just slide. It just seems so. Just you can't. I I just don't feel like you can like. I can see that because I, I just found myself running to the next go-to point to get past the guys. I'm like, I'm not going to clear this well, room or kill people. I, played, I had to play it on Harden to get the trophies, Jer- or Dave. Yeah, I'm not trophy hunting <laughs> on this one. I just want to get it done. <laughs> I'm about halfway That's through. Fair. I think I've done six six out of the 11 missions. I always, I you know, I mean, I know people love that first Cobblops a lot, and so it's it's gained them a lot of love to Cobblops 2 and 3, but I always thought the Treyarch was the hack of the, of the Activision crew. Yeah. That's just my opinion, but. Yeah, but that's pretty much all I've been playing recently. Hatsune and Codblobs. Yep, I am on the, I am in the, uh, <laughs> the, the purgatory of gaming. Are you yeah. saying in the blah phrase? I still mm. haven't deleted Codblobs <laughs> three from my system. You might as well. Uh, I did. Did you that finish already. Infinity War yet? No, I haven't. I, would, start, I, I would think uns- I started it. I would uninstall Codblobs. War is a much better game. Yeah. Um, how about you, Aaron? What have you been playing? Well, I really finally got into a. Uh, Somerset, actually, ESO. Oh. oh, good. That game is. Aaron, what 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 would you what what would you call that style of game? Uh, I, I I like to know Aaron's genres. He's very. Is it an oh, action? Yeah. Hack this should be slash. a new segment. Every oh. time he starts a new game, he needs to name the genre. <laughs> it's it's more like an American RPG. I mean, really, you know, an American RPG. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> well, you know, for ARPG. Yeah, pretty much. RP. It, it's pretty much exactly what it is. I mean, it's you heard it here first, folks. Is that all you've been? Uh, okay, so tell me what you think about it. I really enjoy it. I, I feel like I can get lost in that game if I had nothing to do one one Saturday, which I actually had happen. I literally sat down at eleven, uh, no, ten o'clock, and I didn't realize what time it was. It was two o'clock when I stopped playing. I played for four hours straight on something. Usually, I would only take two hours out of my day to do. Oh, so cool. you're oh on like God. level wow. eight or ten now. The level you're at, yeah. Ten. Oh, yeah, okay. Not bad. Not Sounds bad. about right. He's won a couple trophies I've seen. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm glad you're enjoying that game. I, well, because I I upgraded to the newest one, the Summer Somerset Edition, and uh, gave him my base disc. Right. Yeah. So he he has all the original content that came with the game, which is great. I but, mean, there's a lot of good stories to be told in there. But it's weird because I know it. I I know it's Morrowind. I personally know it's not it Morrowind. Is. It's ESO original. Yeah, uh, you don't even have Tamriel. Morrowind. You don't have yeah Tamriel. But when you put it on, like the whole thing doesn't say Morrowind though. It, it says, says Somerset. Yeah, yeah, that's just because it's the update. But that it you don't have. Yeah, you won't right. be able to access the stuff by content. Uh, right. Yeah, you you can call it in any one of those three, and uh, that's still part of the world. So it's yeah. all good. Are you playing anything else? I started up this game called Extreme Exorcists. <laughs> Whoa, oh my on God. your phone? No. What, what genre of game is this? It's a it's a 
it's like a gauntlet brawler game. You're like in a in like it's kind of like this on PS4. Yeah, it's like a PS4 thing. Is this part I just of getting ordained? No, it's like you're an exorcist and you have to take down ghouls and goblins and stuff like that. It's actually kind of fun. It's actually four player if you want to. It's oh quick, really? Yeah, I it huh. had four different players. Did screens. Did you buy it or is it free or something? Free. It's oh, free. it's free. Oh, okay. One of the free games. Okay. Yeah. Y'all have to check it out. Do you like it? I actually do like it. It's kind of fun, kind of silly. You're an exorcist, and you have to hit these slimer-looking ghouls to kill them. It's like a gauntlet-style thing. I just have a random question that came to my head. Uh, Aaron, mm. um, what genre of video game do you think needs to be like more of currently? Like, I just want to know from... Uh, gosh, there's a lot of shooters out there right now. A lot of open world, a lot of RPGs. We need a new God of War PG. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I want to know what Jared, what Aaron thinks. I think there's more puzzles out there, honestly. Puzzles, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, like, there's really not a lot of them. Like, the last good puzzle game, actually, I feel like came out there, and it's not exactly puzzles, more an adventure game, was Last Guardian. The puzzles in that were actually... Challenging enough to enjoy, but not overpowering. So a puzzle game. More you puzzles. Mean, you mean more like puzzle games. All right, I'm just curious. I feel like there's too many shooters and too many multiplayer games out there, so there needs to be All more. Right. Right, dude. Can't remember the the guy that made Braid. What was that second game he made? First person. Uh, the Witness. The Witness. Oh. That's all puzzles. Oh, nice. So uh, I'm just uh, curious. You I want to pick that up Aaron next time. Aaron has interesting on ideas on what games are. Well, the... There's another one I tried out too, and I promised my PlayStation was acting up on it. It was um, Heavy Rain, the free download for this month. Like it was doing this weird thing, like the game would play, but I was like, like glitching, like it, glitching but working fine. If that makes any sense, so I had to delete it, and then I realized that I just changed my password on my PlayStation because I couldn't remember how to do it on my phone. Again? Well, what happened was I had I had it written down on my phone. I had a system restart my phone because it was not doing working properly at all. So I had a system reboot that. And I couldn't remember my password, so I had to reset it, and now everything's fine again. But You and passwords. Uh, That's like a puzzle into itself. It is a yep. puzzle into itself. It really is. <laughs> so are you sure you want to get into puzzles if your password is too big of a puzzle for you? I wrote it down this time. Aaron's password puzzle. Yeah, yeah, that should be a game. <laughs> all right, Aaron, Aaron, thank you very much. Uh, Jerry, what have you been playing? Well, I've played a few games. Uh, I've been working on Jotun on my Switch still. And uh, so far, the game's been really great. Um, I, I'm realizing that it's more of a boss fighting game. While it doesn't have... Is that like a... What is that That Titans game? The little kid with the... Yeah, yeah I forgot what it was, its exact name was. Titan Attack but, or something, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I mean, there's... Like different sections of the game. I think there's like four or five different parts of the map that you go to and you have to collect two different runes to unlock a boss. So there's different levels with some enemies and stuff like that, but that's not a really consequential part of the game. It's just the boss fights. Uh, I just fought one of the bosses and uh, got my ass kicked several times and finally got around to beating him, but it was a lot of fun. Nice. I just made it to another boss last night in the Ice Realm. And uh, that one's a lot of fun, too. You know, there's environmental puzzles and traps. and Well, maybe not traps, but like the wind. The right. icy wind will hurt you really bad kind right. of stuff. And the boss was a lot of challenge. You know, it starts on snowy ground, and then 
because he's like an ice god. He'll turn the ground to ice and he'll throw more stuff at you. So it gets really challenging as the end of the boss comes. So you just got to be really careful. How much time do you think you put into it so far? Uh, like four or five hours. Four or five. Yeah, and I've I've beat two or three of the bosses. Okay. Yeah, so I'm I'm getting a good run of the game. I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, it's currently on sale on the Switch, and of I course. think it's worth. The it's money. also sale on PS4. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, but nice. I think I'm enjoying it more on the Switch. But uh, and some of the boss fights, uh, it zooms out really far, so it's hard to see your character on that little Switch screen because oh, right. I haven't played the game on my TV yet. Right. I I kind of want to because the art style is so cool. Um, but also I downloaded the demo to Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Oh boy. And, uh, it's as you'd expect from a Mario based puzzle game. You just have to rotate the camera around and see different views, but, uh, it's colorful and shiny. That sounds you know, terrible. As, as you'd expect. <laughs> I, I like it. That's, that's, a, that's you know, a game I hate. It's a, it's a, it's a game <laughs> you can play with it. this kid in the room. That's well, what it is. Hey, I Pretty played much. it in bed on my <laughs> Switch last oh, night. So, right. hey, I'll play it wherever. Uh, on my PS4, I've been playing Fallout 4. A little bit, little so bit. yeah, I'm I'm still wreaking havoc in that, getting my ass Suffering kicked by some it. by some ghouls. Don't dig it as much. I'm having fun. Well, come on, I haven't played Assassin's Creed Origins since I started Fallout Four. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I yeah. You guys do make me want to give it a second chance because you're so like keen on it. It's it's better than the third one, and I didn't again. I didn't play. Okay, Vegas, that that I didn't that like took away any uh, shine. <laughs> Yeah. If the yeah. best you can say is it's better. Than no, no, time. I'm I'm actually enjoying it. But I, think I it mean, it's it's not saying much. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Here. it's better than the third well, one. But you have, yeah, you have more. I I have more to say about Fallout. So yeah, so yeah. we'll we'll wait for him. And I have been playing a game on my phone. Oh, called Darkness Rises. It's free to play. It's a puzzle. Jared's no, no, it's it's like. Uh, I think it's uh. Jared's it's like minute time. Third third person. Okay. Yeah, it and it's nice because it has little segments that last less than two minutes. Uh-huh. So you can just kind of shove it in and go away. But we all love shoving it in. Yeah, yeah. Sh- shove, it, shove it in less your mouth. Than two minutes. <laughs> but, I shoved uh, it in last night. Yeah, I'll tell you. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different <laughs> equipment you can upgrade and all that stuff. I haven't spent any money on it or anything, but uh, my character's getting pretty powered. Do you want me to set a timer? I don't no. spend. I don't spend money when I shove it no, in. No, no. There, there's no need to do. I mean, it has. Like story and all that. No, stuff. we're not so going to do that. Oh. We're, we're it's com- we're, Aaron has yeah, a mobile Aaron, minute. Aaron has his own mobile minute. That's coming his up. Segment. Well, we up. can't do another minute. Be mobile two minutes. No, yeah. no, no. But yeah, uh, I'm I'm enjoying Darkness Rises. All right, cool. I decided right. to download something on my phone. Cool. Um. Well, I have pretty much. Well, I really only want to play Fallout Four because I'm, you are on vacation, so you I'm, have lots of time to. Well, here's the thing. That's true. I've also been playing Skyrim, so I'll explain this to you. My wife, she's in school and she has an internship, but her internship and school pretty much require her basically to just work on the computer during the day. So I can't play Fallout 4 while she's working on the computer. So I've relegated myself to then... I tried to install Fallout 4 on my Media Center computer, but it won't run because that computer's too old. So I'm just playing Skyrim... Just and then I'm just trying to beat the main story right now, so I can install the big world mod. So that was uh, that's what I'm focusing on. But when I'm not doing that, I'm playing Fallout Four, and Fallout Four is amazing. Uh, it probably would have been my game of the year if I had played it the year that it came out. So I think that's Titanfall Two era. I think I think it would have beaten Titanfall Two. Um, wow. Oh man, I love the game yeah, so much. Yeah, it was much. 2016 it came out. So yeah, how how much is that being influenced by mods though? 
uh, it's probably pretty heavily influenced on mods because Skyrim was never my favorite game of all time until I modded it, and then it became my favorite game of all time so through mods. So that, that also goes for saying, would it still have beaten Titanfall 2 if you didn't have if the I mods? If I didn't mod Because it. these mods probably haven't been out if since the start of the game. If they didn't mod it, you're probably right. You're probably right Titanfall 2 would still win it, and it would be second place. Um, You can still mod the game, Jared. On PS4, slightly, oh, and you know. Anyway, uh, not as not to the level that I not, can. Yeah. not to Ian's mod standards. I mean, I sent these guys. I sent these guys a photo, and they've seen. Th- there was some nice underboob in there. Yes. Yeah, uh, was. Well, a lot of vagina and boobs in general. Um, the thing about my Fallout is that, like in Fallout, Fallout Four, you can only have one companion at a time. I have a mod where I can have a max of five. So I have my holes. I have basically mine is this RPG. It's like a, it's like a Mass Effect yeah, squad based RPG. You have a squad. I have a squad, and we call ourselves the Gang Bang Squad because uh, we go in and fuck shit up. And uh, <laughs> I don't really have to fight shit. I have like a I have a ranged uh, sniper. I have a short range shotgunner, and then I have a melee. And uh, they just go in and tear shit up. It's so it's so fun. Um, but that's not even the point. Regardless of that. The story is actually there's some pretty. I mean, this I'm not gonna say the narrative has massive holes in it, and a, like yeah. a game like this, it's going to because they have so many loose ends and shit they have to tie together. Yeah, the nature of the open world. Yeah, but that being said, uh, there's some pretty awesome kind of cool set pieces that the game does, and I'm really close to finishing. I think I'm actually pretty close to beating the quote unquote story of the game. Because I have like forty plus hours in the game, um, but I really enjoy it. Uh, I uh, I'm so glad that I took the chance. Like, because I was like Fallout Three, I hated. I didn't like it. It was man, I didn't want to deal with it. And then Fallout Four is it's so much. I mean, as I play Skyrim, kind of parallel with it, just how similar those two games are really with each other is pretty cool. Uh, so it's just it's gonna be hard for me not to put Fallout in my greatest games of all time now at this point. Wow. Um, High praise indeed. Uh, and that's just, but that's clearly, like Jared said, from kind of a modding perspective. Like, Yeah, I was going to say, is it like Skyrim where you said it, would, it was a good game without, but what made it your favorite game was It's because I was be able, yeah, exactly. And Fallout 4, while the mods are different, there's enough of what I like about it to seep in and I don't know. I like... Is I that know. seep in or creep in? Both. Mm. Both, both. So I've <laughs> Ian's I've been creeping. I, I basi- I've basically had a Bethesda well, week where I've been playing Fallout Four and Skyrim. But I, man, I really like Fallout Four. And here's the other weird thing: they don't like. Well, Fallout Four runs really great, but I'm I'm comparing like my character, not the games themselves. Like Fallout Four obviously looks better in general, but like my characters, they look about on par. Really, their character because like in my Skyrim. Even on the lower computer, I'm running like really high texture, uh, body textures, and on my on my model. So the games both look really good, um, but it's funny on the Skyrim and my shitty computer, it goes from like 19 frames per second to like 36 frames per second, and it just constantly fluctuates. Uh, Fallout 4 just runs really well. So, um, but this on a better machine. But even even when I played Skyrim on my other old machine, it would always fluctuate. And just how much more optimized Fallout 4 is is nice. Um, and I had don't have crashes. I'm running like 60 some mods right now on awesome. my on my uh, Fallout 4. Maybe not that. Maybe like 55. But 
But they're oh, not all man. graphic enhancing wow. ones. No, no, no. Because you, no, don't, you no. don't have to really do that. No, 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 no. I'm not running. Actually, I'm not running any. The only graphic enhancing mods are like body texture stuff. Yeah, just yeah, your boob, character boob mods. Physics. Right. Boob physics. Actually, there's not a lot of bo- uh, That's That's one thing about Fallout 4. There's not a lot of physics mods uh currently so that's right. also another thing that's probably it's running so well but well, yeah, anyway yeah, um a lot less math going on no one cares fallout 4 came out two years ago um but you never know uh yeah. no but i do think dave i do think dave would like it there's some really great science fiction in there i think if you can get to it if you get into the deeper part of the the story there's some really cool f- science fiction that i think you would dig yeah, I think that was what attracted me to buy it in the first place. It, it goes to some cool places, and then you do, there are some decisions. I, 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 I do wish the role-playing decisions were more weighted than they are. I feel like uh, they've kind of scaled back on some of that stuff um, since... Uh, yeah, I do over. like post-apocalyptic fiction and that kind of stuff in movies, so that was what attracted me in the first place to get it. There is a barrier. I think... The having to build shit for missions is kind of not a fun thing to do. Um, and for me, as a computer player, PC player, I can just go into console command and just f- type in, I need these resources, and it'll yeah, give me the resources. Um, having to go out and get those resources and then come back and build that shit is kind of obnoxious. I wish that wasn't, I wish that wasn't story mission. Yeah, the scavenger. It, yeah. it, so it's a fine line in a lot of those games, the scavenger hunt type. Like, I love building the stuff, like, when I'm just doing that. Um, it's fun to do, and you can make all this different powered stuff, and you create generators and make lights and all power different things. It's really fun to do. I enjoy doing it. I get lost in doing it. But when you have a mission and you just want to get through missions, that really kills the momentum of the game, and it drives me nuts. And so I'm always in console command add this so i can just get it out of the way because i don't want to do that i just want to get through this st- i want to yeah that those yeah sh- you those just want to build it and they get shouldn't be next story if it's a story mission that it shouldn't be that kind of yeah, mission i've never been into base building stuff too so much. that shit kind of drives me nuts so hopefully but, uh, that stuff doesn't turn me off too much from the game yeah hopefully you guys can get through it uh but i there is a really great game there uh it just layered with so much shit to do but uh you know give it a try maybe not you know, whatever. We all like different things, but I do think there's some cool science fiction there. Um, all right. Uh, I guess we want to do Aaron's Mobile Minute. Are you ready, buddy? Oh, I need to pull out the timer. Pull Th- it this out, time buddy. I'll uh, try not to have the alarm go off in your ears. Yeah. Sorry okay. about that. Pull it out, Jared. Pull yeah, it out. I'll stick Put it in it your in. ears. Yep. Just whip it Dave, out, make man. sure you judge these answers. Make sure they're good. Oh, yep. man. <laughs> all right, let me know Put when a lot you pressure are ready. So we'll go when I ask, ask the first question, all right? We'll give, no. him a li- we'll give him a little bit of lead. Yes. All right? Name of the game. Tap Titan 2. Who is the developer? Game Hive Corporation. How did you find out about the game? Just stumbled into it. Type of game? Button masher. Does it have a story? Mm, yes. Character creation? Sort of. Uh, multiplayer? E- no. Does the game? What does the game look like? Cell, cell shading, but cell shading. Uh, what are the controls like? You just tap the screen until you kill the creature. Uh, uh, how long did you play it for? I've so far played for 10 minutes, but it plays for you as you go through. So you haven't beat it? No. What did you like about the game? It's just a good time killer. What is something you did not like about the game? Too much, too simple, just repeat over and over and over again on the boss animals. You uh, what would make the game better? Less, uh, more variety, actually. Will you keep playing it? Yeah. Would you recommend it? To people who like the button mashing thing, yes. Which one of us here should play it? I'd say Jared. 
Does the game have microtransactions? Yes. How much does it cost? Free. What OS? iOS and Android. Oh my god, you got through all 20. Oh my goodness. Congratulations. <laughs> just barely. Just on the like on the nice mm, job. That's yoink. one every 3 seconds. That's the uh, that's your first full 20. Yeah. I what know. was the game called again? Tap Titans 2. Tap Titans. Let's uh I'll Jared should play and then see if <laughs> I think next, yeah. next show you should be like Aaron, you're full of shit. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, you Jared's suck. Well, here, I'll, I'll watch the trailer. <laughs> okay, so uh, unbeknown, unbeknownst to you guys, we're doing a new segment tonight. <gasps> oh, my. What? That segment is called... Yeah, any guesses? Jared's Boba no. <laughs> Just kidding. I know it's not. I know Couch it's Corporate. Couch corporate. Well, the three of how how befitting that the three of you, the corporate publishers oh. of whatever couch uh, couch co-op publishing games, oh. sit here on the couch as I, the the young virgin indie developer, comes in to pitch his <laughs> game, and I come in to pitch my game to you guys. All right, let's do All it. Right. Let's do this thing. No, no. The thing is, you guys have already designated what you want me to change in the game. Because I have asked you all a question each that would alter the the change of my game throughout the show. So you guys just get to sit and listen. Oh, wow. As I have asked, I have come in and I have a little indie uh, Metroidvania game. Mm. Uh, It doesn't matter what it is because I hate it already. Dave has already decided that. He doesn't want it. He he doesn't he doesn't want it to be a Metroidvania. He wants it to be like Hatsune Miku. Hmm. And that and that uh, Aaron wants a puzzle game. Oh yeah, I do, don't I? <laughs> and Jared <laughs> thinks it should be a AAA title. So we have taken my little indie <laughs> so, Metroidvania so game. So we have the budget for AAA. <laughs> is that what you're saying? So, so we have taken my little indie Metroidvania game and we've turned it into a puzzle Hatsune Miku AAA title. Oh wow. That does sound like a Oh man. <laughs> so like bust the move. Fun. So you've taken the my you've taken whatever my my dreams as a indie developer to make my cool game. So you're going to do the next a rap of the rapper. <laughs> yep. Basically, basically we have With a puzzles. But puzzles. <laughs> so would you play a triple Would you guys play a triple A title that's a puzzle Hatsune Miku? Um if it it could be kind of cool if it was like a Tetris or Buster Move type puzzle game. Yeah, I could see that. With yeah. the Hatsumi Miku Block. um, characters. Blocks or bubbles, Buster Move style, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it has to be Hatsumi Miku game at this point because that's the game he he chose. It has to be a puzzle game and it has does to be Does it have to be like Hatsumi Miku or does it have to have the characters from Hatsumi Miku? Well, we can talk. You guys can talk because about it. Like, you guys like, are the corporate chain. Like Puzzle Fighter. It has Street Fighter characters and oh. it's like Tetris. Yeah. <sighs> so it could be the Hatsune Miku version of that, but with the yeah. uh, bubble, uh, the the bust a move kind of s- gameplay. And we'd make versus. Them all, and just to annoy you, we'd make them all fully clothed and very conservative. And no, and no boob, no boob physics or what, what kind of puzzles then? What is this? I mean, because it's no longer a rhythm game; it's a puzzle game. Well. The puzzle is you have to dress them in the most pious dress. <laughs> I feel like it has to be more like a, I don't know, you have to figure out how to get through something in a certain amount of time before it 
falls on you just like it, in it's Tetris. it's raining outside or it's snowing depending on the level and you have to arrange the snow and the rain <laughs> and in such a way that your character gets more and more covered up until yeah. they can safely go out in the storm. <laughs> and longer, thicker skirts for the snow, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking this, it's you know. A, it's a weather-based puzzle. We, you we have to make sure you get the right <laughs> outfit on. We, oh, we, we, we totally have to destroy it because he is this little virgin indie developer. We have to totally crush his dreams. You totally have now, you totally have now crushed my dreams. This is the <laughs> game I'm now making. This is yes. now the game I'm making. And you, now you guys have to decide whether this is a game you guys would actually play. It depends on the puzzle mechanics. No, but like, are you gonna put? Are you gonna make me work on this game, basically? Uh, yeah, I'll give you. Ten, only if you, I'll only give if you ten dollars to. F- no, 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 that's not triple A. <laughs> I, I have, think a weather-based puzzle game would be cool with yeah. Hatsune Miku characters. Yeah, why not? Yeah, bring it. I think because uh, it could be uh, age range for a lot of people, and uh, also have, I really have a good kid. music in there too. A lot of those yeah. music yeah. games. Yeah, music, music could make it. You guys yes. are so full of shit. No, it'd be a good idea actually. And that's couch corporate. That's how. Corporate de- corporate publishers destroy developers' dreams. Oh yeah, it's yeah. We do. Best. It's a short. It's a short that's, segment. That's how we funny. try and fix Ian. <laughs> Unless we're Sony. Anyway, Sony actually so moving forward, I'm not going to do this segment every show. But if you guys can call me out when I ask questions, here's the thing: I'm going to bait you guys. It's not always going to be a. It's not always going to be couch corporate. So if you're wrong, then you guys are penalized. I don't know how yet. I haven't decided that, but. During the show, you know, I'll ask questions. You know, obviously Tony Death didn't ask Dave what is what game he hated the most. That wasn't that's just a that's uh, just a baited well, question. I'm, I'm curious <laughs> if if the <laughs> listeners could write in. Is <laughs> this a game you would want to play, or what spin would you put on it? Hey, actually, as the listeners, you guys, if you send me in a game that an indie developer or whatever developer, it could be. It doesn't have to be an indie developer. It just anybody. be a developer. You have a game, and then we'll alter the game basically. They'll alter the game. Anyway, <laughs> I just think it's a silly, stupid thing that kills like three minutes, four minutes. Anyway, yes. I thought it was funny, and it could be more funny depending on how it goes in the future. But obviously, don't expect one next episode, but I'm going to bait you with questions just to make you think uh, that it's happening. Yep. Yep. All right, guys. Couch co-optional. You guys have anything for the couch, for the order to share with the world? Sit back and watch a old retro game be played in completion. It's kind of fun. Yeah. If especially you, if it's one that you played a lot of when you were a kid on YouTube yeah I watched it on YouTube I watched the Legend of Zelda complete playthrough with getting all items and it took uh, a little less than an hour and it was a lot of fun to watch cool neat Aaron what do you got uh, I just rewatched Scott Pilgrim vs. the World I such love a, that movie such a good movie I, I felt like it did really good is what it was and I feel like now a comic we, book movie well, centered around video games Yes, exactly, and I I felt like they did a good job with doing that. Very or relationships, well. depending on how you look at it. Yeah, yeah. great movie. Yeah, I, I felt what they're doing was great. I did not like it. Oh, man. well, too bad for you. Yeah, <laughs> we liked it. <laughs> it was a great movie. Dave, what you got? Uh, if you've never seen it, you should watch Akira, and you should read oh. the comic book. Didn't you bring that up last week? I was reading the comic book, and I since I finished it, and. Time. Watched it and it, it's awesome. Oh, it's a great I'll, movie. I'll have to check Just out the books. I'm the art, interested the to artwork see the books. In the, the artwork in the books is brilliant and the animation on the movie is even better. Like the level of detail when the city's been destroyed and all the Oh, rest with of his it. weird arm thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's and awesome. And the music and the music just everything great. about it is great. 
Yeah. Canada. Anyway. Yeah. It's it's very memorable movie. movie. It's great. Mm. But yeah, if you want to... I remember how impressionable that was on me when I saw it. Because I saw it like I was middle school, maybe? Yeah, I, I remember I seeing it in the late thing. 80s, I think, or very early 90s. Just like, oh my God, what is this? Yeah, yeah it's a brilliant movie. Yeah, kids. Yeah. If, you, if any kids listen to this, you should probably check there's out There's not Akira. much out there that's that has better animation without yeah. computers. Not only that, but pushes a boundary and has something to say. There's not a lot of that. A lot of yeah. it's just yeah. collect them all and fight. And that's not really something to say about the world. Akira yeah. has clearly, especially the books, there's a lot more ingrained. In yeah, the it's books. funny how in the books there's like, in the movie there's minor characters who have their own complete plot line in the books. Right. Because basically the movie is and books, those books are one, big. one, two, and six. There's six of them, and they're about three to four hundred pages each. Oh wow! Jesus, okay. it's a huge manga title. Yeah, they're a big. It's a big compendium. Of yeah, I mean, if you want to buy them, I think they're twenty-five bucks each. You know, something silly. So it's like there's what six or seven of them. Six of them. So it's hundred and fifty dollars yeah. just to buy the books. Jeez, you can usually find them in the library. Or yeah, I had to yeah. order them from the library because for some reason. Each library in the library system had one of the books. Oh, you know what I mean, none of them had like all six. It was like just put them on the list, and every couple of days they'd show up. You might be able to find it digitally. Someone probably 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 be illegal, but um, or maybe you can borrow a digital copy from a library. Maybe but anyway. Uh, if you if you've got the time, read the books. If you don't have the time, watch the movie, and then you might want to read the books. Uh, I'm gonna have a little different uh, optional. Uh, I'm I'm recommending a photographer. His name is well, he goes by Orangutan. Uh, Mike Tang or Mike Orangutang. Uh, huh. he's a he's a really epic uh, pinup artist, uh, photographer, and uh, he takes some really edgy, cool photos. He does a little bit of video work. Um, you can find him on Facebook. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram. He has a website. Um, his wife does uh, makeup she's also a model uh he does a lot of great oily butt mm. photos guys that doesn't sound so o- bad big boobs and uh, a lot of oily butts. I, I really like i mean i post some of his stuff on facebook you might have seen it if you're my friend on facebook but uh that's orangutan o-h-r-a-n-g-u-t-a-n-g orangutan is that where you got the american ladies from no the fourth of july not. no that's no. straight up pornography eh. Oh, okay. This is more artsy. He's a, like a really cool erotic art uh, photographer. He's awesome. I love him. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't always do nudes. It's not always. It's like more yeah. tasteful stuff. Uh. This is more legit stuff. But uh, uh, I don't know if you guys are into photography. If you're like me, it's really cool stuff. I would check it out. I thought I'd try something different. Um, so that's what I'm sharing this week on the show. Cool. Now it's time to wrap up. I want to thank all of you for listening and remind you that you can leave feedback on Twitter and Facebook at Couch Co-op Shows. Remember, it's all one word and there's no hyphen in there, boys and girls. We'd also appreciate if you can leave us a review on iTunes and Google Play. That would be very helpful. I want to thank Jared. Nice to be here. Aaron. Good to be here as well. And Dave. Lots of fun. For joining me here on the couch, and they're literally on a couch this time cozy couch for couch co-op on me and reminding you to please be excellent to each other stay frosty couch co-op
Thank you.